The Health Corner with Lutendo Paswana, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. to midday. I promised you, uh, you should not disappear as yet because we still have more in the package. We'll be talking to uh, Kyla Richards, a physiotherapist, uh, with extensive, extensive experience uh, uh, in, in sports um, uh, matters and injuries. She, she has had seven years' experience with most of those years in sports, uh, in Olympics, by the way, uh, two times Hockey World Cups, uh, a season with PSL, uh, uh, Team Swallows, African Game Youth, Games Youth, and Senior currently, she heads uh, Physio of UWC, Women's Football Team, in the Hollywood Bats Super League. Uh, she also, you know, she, she's a globe trotter, I always say. Uh, and And to to stamp that aspect, she, she runs a mobile, <laughs> a mobile physio uh, practice where uh, mostly she was based in Gauteng, then she moved to the Western Cape. That's how much she loves her sports. When she had an opportunity to move down to Cape Town to be heading the physio aspect of the UWC team, she, she simply ran and left us here in Gauteng. But I'm quite happy to host here, here on the radio and, and we will have a chat and, uh, you know, I was also with her in, in Malawi, by the way. Mm, she, she's okay. one of, you know, my favorite uh, partners when we are Mala moving around. We were together in Khabron, mm. we were together in Malawi and, and she, she makes sure that we survive this mm -hmm. uh, together. We, we, we have each other's back, but she's got her back as an athlete mm -hmm. uh, to uh, deal with injuries wherever you may be. Uh, welcome, Kyla. Hi, Tindu. Hi, ha Kyla. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to, to host you because if I can't see you while we are having the sporting uh, activities, uh, I have to be, you know, stalking you trying to see which country are you at at this particular point and with the hope that you will come back to South Africa, I'll simply hear no, I'm from New Zealand now going to India, now going to the US. Uh, how has it been? Uh, it's been good, it's been good. Mm. Um, finally settling in after all the, the, the trips I've had you know, <laughs> <of the> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm my, feet, my feet are on home for now. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, 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 and I'm hoping for long, because with you, one can never guarantee. Actually, you never know. When the call comes, we have to show. You, you, you respond with humility. <laughs> we have to show. As always. Anyway, uh, we, we, we are talking, you know, we were talking earlier with uh, Dr. Janesh Ganda, uh, athletes that are injury-prone, different codes that are injury, uh, more susceptible to injuries, like rugby, and, and, you know, all those diving spots uh, where people do things that we, we don't really, you know, normal people don't do. Motorbike racing, downhill mountain biking, uh, big wave surfing. Those who are in Cape Town like you uh, would probably be doing or daring enough to, to surf where there are sharks also. And, and I think that's the other bigger challenge outside just the injuries themselves. But, but... If you were to look into it, what are usually the main causes of, of injuries in, in all this, you know, maybe in the sports that you are more engrossed in, uh, which is soccer, 
I think, by the way, she was also a soccer player. Ne? Mm-hmm. She's everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's when the, 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 the presenter has, has the scoop, <laughs> uh, the inside info. <laughs> she, even those that have not been written in the bio, I'll, I'll release them. So she was, she, she was a soccer player. Now, yes, w- what are the main causes that, that you find as, as uh, the causes of injuries? So when you when you look at it for us in football, it, it can be a multitude of things. It mm. could be things such as our training loads, our diet, our technique, but even something as simple as changing our training surfaces, yeah. which we've been noticing now in, during our pre-season specifically. Mm. When we play on a harder surface, we have this particular injury versus playing on a softer, heavier surface, we have a completely different um, prevalence of different injuries. So, mm. But I think the, it can sometimes be a freak accident or mm. something as technical as your training loads, your biomechanics, and things like that. Okay. And, and are there common things or common signs that we get to see, common signs and symptoms that we then say, you know, already there, there's an injury. It's quite easy even for a naked eye like uh, ordinary people would, would be able to see and, and probably help some of these guys to stop continuing playing with an injury. So obviously you have like uh, an obvious limp yeah. or anything like that. I mean, swelling, pain, my rule of thumb personally, generally if something's bothering you for more than two days, mm. it's an alarm bell, like you need to pay attention to it, check it out, see see why it's persisting. But your general signs and symptoms would be like something that's preventing you from doing your daily activities mm. or your normal function, pain, swelling, discomfort. Yeah. I always say rather um, be cautious or that versus leaving it and then it becomes a, a massive issue at the end. Mm. So if anything bothers you for more than two days, I would, I would personally think that there's, there's something to share there. You need yes. to dig deeper. So it needs attention at, at that particular point. And, yeah. and, I mean, those who are sports fanatics like you, you know, they, they not only play the sport, they want to be helping sports players and so on and so on. But, but while we see them, we hear people talking about groin injury, uh, hamstring injury, calf injury, and so all these fractures and complications. Which one do you find athletes thinking it's, it's more complicated and it's very difficult to recover from? That's very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of athletes would, would say the ACLs or your Achilles tendon ruptures, yeah. anything that requires surgery that puts them out for about 9 to 12 months, oh, yeah. they would say that that's the complicated injury. Mm. But in my opinion, that's the easy injury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's good well, to bounce back. You've got to sit things yeah. that at this point... This is going to happen at this point. That's going to happen. For me, the muscular injuries are the more complicated ones. Mm. I think those are the ones that are more unforgiving in terms of when you return to play, anything can happen. Versus when there's been surgical intervention, you sort of know that at this point, this person is good to go. It's going to take a lot for this to go down. So in my opinion, the muscular injuries and the tendinopathies, those guys are the the most complicated ones. It's an interesting aspect from so 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 the opinion of the athletes and the opinion of the 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 healthcare professional it, it's such that you know the other one and, and I'm sure I understand where you're coming from because it might be the time frame that works on the mind of of 
of the athletes. They see it as too long out, but the other one actually can keep you long out without knowing or realizing the length of time, really. Exactly. So with, I find with the ACLs, you know that nine months, that's when you're going to return to play. But mm. whereas with your muscle injuries, you're going to be out for two weeks, you come back for two weeks, something happens, then you're out for three weeks. It's an ongoing process. And then eventually it all adds up to three to six months potentially where you are. Yeah. But I think also the psychological aspect of having surgery and being out for that long, that's the switch why athletes think that those long-term injuries are more complicated. Quite an interesting space, and and and, and I'm sure the intervention of of the other guys, the other professionals that you work with, like psychologists, becomes very important to get them uh, in in their stable mind uh, to know that they need to be patient with themselves. Because I think just when you're saying that, it brings to mind the risk that is there of some of these guys uh, re-injuring themselves, knowing exactly that it's it's. It's too long a period, and they might try uh, uh, things in between to see if they can get back uh, quicker than the nine months that has been uh, set out or a year at that particular period. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and, and, and when we talk about you know, common sports injuries, uh, how should they be treated? These basic, the ones that, you know, little sprain there and so on. At home, how can we treat them? So if, we, if we're using a simple example as an ankle sprain, I mean, that's the most prevalent injury, injury yeah. globally. Mm. And you, we, we often try and make things complicated, but <laughs> I find when you keep it simple, things mm. go a lot easier. So I would normally use the, the acronym POLICE. Yeah. So you first want to protect the joint mm. or the muscle or the area that's been affected, and then optimal loading. So mm. I, um, I'm always of the opinion that rest is not always ideal. So I, I tell my athletes, active rest. So do as much as you can, but within your pain limit. Yeah. So always listen to your body. Yeah. And then obviously ice. That's mm. number one, number one, the most underrated uh, thing you can do for any acute injury. The, the most underrated magical thing. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. the magic, it's the magic. And then obviously compression, yeah. you want to prevent that swelling from building. Because obviously once the injury happens, the, the healing phase already takes place instantly. So mm. the, the, more, the quicker you reduce the swelling, the quicker you are going to heal. Mm. And then I always say, if you can avoid using medication like anti-inflammatories for the first two to three days, I would. Hence, going back earlier in our conversation when I said, if something's bothering you, more than two to three days. Yeah. See, same thing. If there's an injury that happens, give it, give the body some time, at least two days, to see if it can sort itself out. If not, then I would consult and seek advice from the professionals. Uh, then this is just a reminder that the body has the amazing capacity also if it's given the opportunity to, to recover. Uh, and day-to-day -day practices that can help an athlete avoid complicated injuries? Um, I would say warming up is essential, like yeah. preparing the body for what's to come. Mm. I support that everyone dislikes. Mm. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> it's normally boring. You're like, oh, let's just get, get let's just get it over and done. <laughs> but the other thing is, again, at the end of your session, what do you do? You gotta restore and you gotta reset the body. So I, my my big thing is cooling down mm. and helping the body recover. And then also, just if you're going from nothing, no physical activity, and you want to start becoming active, and you mm. want to avoid injury, and you want to do the that transition smoothly. Mm. You have to you have to get advice from someone who knows what the train necessary training progressions are. So you can't go from doing nothing. You're on the couch all day mm. and expect to run a five kilometer injury free. That that's that's that, never going to happen. It's, it will be magic. And while, <laughs> and while you're on that journey, you obviously want to listen to your body. If yeah. you're tired. It's not advisable to push through the session because you have to get the session through. My motto in my team especially is we have to re- recover and rest as hard as we train. Mm. So when, you, when you're training hard, you're exerting the body. You also need to refuel, and that's where the diet comes in, hydration, and all of these things are injury preventative matters that we implement in our team, but also anyone, it's Can simple enough to, mm. to, to implement in your day-to-day things. No. On that note, I think you have had that. I, you know, the important thing, I think one of the take-home messages is that before you go and start exercising or doing anything, please, please do consult with the relevant people. Those with the know-how, they will give you guidance, give you a program. Even if it looks like it's boring, it starts slowly and shorter time because you're seeing other people doing an hour when you have gone there for the first day. Follow the lead from those that have a know-how because on that note you will be able to be uh, prevent injuries that may make sure that you never never try and exercise again on that note we really appreciate uh, kyla for making time and coming to talk to us now she can go back and play soccer and be with the uwc team uh, hang the legs also you know they need some recovery i, I think you spoke about recovery uh, in preventing injuries. I think from this whole globe trotting, can the legs be hanged a little bit? Thank you, Lutendo. All right. Bye, Carla. <laughs> Bye. The Health Corner with Lutendo Paswana, Tuesdays, 11 a.m. to midday.